Welcome to the Album Club with your hosts, Chris, Will, Ben, and Jack. Gonna listen to an album and make our mind up, make our mind. Gonna talk for maybe an hour about what we think is actual sound. Discuss our thoughts and critiques and bands, but mainly hear some new ones. We're talking and tangents and talking another tangent. Who's trying to pick the sound that we'll talk about next week around, but mostly a fun time. Just friends and music, music, yeah. Hello. And welcome to The Album Club, a podcast where, like a book club, we discuss a different music album that one of us has selected. Each week we rotate, leading as the main host and picking the album, topics and questions to discuss throughout the episode. I'm your host for this week, Will Yates, and I'm joined here by uh, Chris, Mrs. Vanderbilt McDonnell, (laughs) Ben, No Words White, and as a special standing guest for Jack Zissel, we have... Johnny Bluebird Milsom. The return. Thank you very much. <laughs> he has returned. Glad to be back. How are we all doing? I'm feeling very honoured to be back. Excellent. Inside the, the Honourable Mr. Zissel. Hopefully he recovers soon. I mean, he's only <laughs> he's working. Not, he's, 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 not, he's not ill. <laughs> I, 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 he's, I he's agree, totally though. I hope he, he recovers. I hope he recovers from the uh, illness of I mean, capitalism. he sent us a meme not long ago, so he can't be doing that bad. <laughs> He messaged me like 15 minutes ago. Yeah. Um, so he's, he's doing just fine. Uh, hashtag um, pray for this. His excuse to get out of this wasn't very good. Yeah. Uh, how's everyone's, I was going to say, how's everyone's week been? But it's been like we're three recording. days. <laughs> it's been three days since our last recorded because we're, we're getting busy. Yeah. So that's fine. Get that backlog down. Yeah, Absolutely. Yesterday was Sunday. Went out for nice. A, <laughs> that's my week. Yesterday Shout was Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> uh, went out for a roast with um, some old workmates and Italian. Did they were just like your shoes are whack. <laughs> what the fuck are you wearing? <laughs> also, the fuck's that haircut? See you next Sunday. Bye. <laughs> yeah, good to see my old mate Tabia again. I've not seen since ah. March nine, March twenty twenty. I thought you were going to be like March 1995. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh. Saw him when I was born, and that was it. <laughs> what about you, Johnny? Um, I've been enjoying my week, apart from when I got my first ever migraine aura. Woo! Ooh, uh, like, shout yeah. out migraines. I hope they <laughs> fuck off and die. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It wasn't too bad a migraine, so don't know what's going on there, but I thought my eye mm. was gone. So that's a lot better. But as a result... Uh, I had a day of work and I watched a load nice. of space. So nice. mixed nice. button. Nice. Yeah. But you're better I, now. I always hate yeah. I always yes. hate getting migraines because I always go blind first and I'm just like perfect like I'm in no pain. I just can't see and I'm like, great, I'm gonna have to go home and try and sleep in the daytime and hopefully I'll just pass this one through. <laughs> well, it was weirdly relevant to spaced because you know tires, the Raven mm. Northern Irish character on it. So with my aura, it had some weird RGB flashing light thing. Nice. So you know how he's always kind of getting into the groove because he's so out of it. It was it was a little bit like that. I was having my own little yeah. Laser Floyd show. But I was like, oh no, my brain's having a funny time. Mine is always a dark brown and light brown checkerboard, Ooh. which is real fun. Yeah. Back in a game when they haven't loaded the textures properly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like missing textures, but for my face. <laughs> <laughs> missing neuron <laughs> yeah how about you ben white how how have you been how's your brain i i am honored that johnny milsom is here Woo! yeah me too and it Woo! is less up and um I, I i i can see 
I think, as far as I'm aware. Um, it's good. Everything appears how it should be, he mm-hmm. says with confidence. Um, he does. Radio listeners, tell me if I'm seeing what I should be seeing. <laughs> um, call in and tell me what, what should be in front of my eyes right now. And um, tell me if I have a migraine or not, because I don't think so. But um, Can we make that one of the quizzes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. should Ben White be seeing right now? <laughs> I mean, that was, the, that was pretty much the question for the, um, the La Dispute um podcast it was just what were ben white's thoughts on the album because we don't know if we actually spoke about it i love the mystery this is exciting it's like i love it my my comments on the album has the the like revisioned like aura thing that you guys have with the your vision is limited in the corners and so is what i said in that podcast by the sound of it so you've got like the um. content in the middle but you didn't get the blurry outside or maybe we just got the blurry outside and no contact. I'm going to wait till I listen to it and wait for that to make sense. Mm. Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea if that makes sense or not. I have no recollection of recording that podcast. No. Um, Excellent. Oh, that I, was the one where we were super tired. Yeah, yeah. I definitely I was editing and I was yeah. like, I do not remember half of this. And it was the next yeah. day. <laughs> I've already forgotten who Jack is. <laughs> who? <laughs> it's me. I am Zissel. Oh, I like Jack. Hello. Can we keep you both? I support Newcastle and wear glasses. That's me. <laughs> it's dark enough on your video call that that could be true. Like we're truly, t- we're, yeah, <laughs> we are truly like maturing as a podcast. We're really coming to our own now. When we're just like gaslighting the audience to be like, "Yes, this is this is Jack." Now, I guess you could say we've grown our wings. Ooh. <laughs> Love it. So, what's our album this week, Will? The album this week is <laughs> In Your Honor by Foo Fighters. <laughs> no. no, it's not. Yeah. It's uh, 79 it's, uh, episodes to go. And then it's... <laughs> <laughs> our, our episode this week is about Band on the Run by Wings featuring Paul McCartney. Or the other way around, I forget which one. But it's it's maybe one of my favourite albums in terms... Like, definitely top 200. Um <laughs> What an honor. I, I say that quite loosely, but at the same time, I still mean it. I really, I really like this album. It was one that my dad used to have like scattered tracks about on a on a compilation CD in his car. So whenever I was like getting a lift to school, I'd sometimes hear Jet and I'd be like, Yeah, this, this song's cool. I don't know who it's by or any or nothing else about it, but it's it's fun. And like there's just little bits about so like I can't remember what I first listened to this album in full. It might have been when I lived here, it might have been at university when I went to the library and borrowed it from the from the library. Who knows? All I know is that it's it's a pretty fun and wacky album, and the backstory behind it is wacky as well. And that's kind of one of my reasons for for choosing this album. Also, I figured it was it had a little something for everyone. You got some fun funky songwriting in there. Well, who the fuck's knocking that mic? <laughs> I keep hearing like boom, boom. Bong, bong. <laughs> bong. It ain't me. My headset's from Staples. <laughs> Can't be me. <laughs> that is a weird flex, but I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> Sorry, that was out of the blue. Um, it's had a little something for everyone. It had, uh, you know, synths for Chris McDonald. Yeah. It had uh, had some drums for Ben White. <laughs> had some, it had uh, a great verse on uh, No Words. He was really wow. spinning. Yeah. yeah, I really like that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was reading up, apparently, um, 
Oh, who's the dude that everyone dislikes that worked with Fella Cootie? Um, Ginger Baker. Ginger Baker playing the tin cup full of gravel on. Uh, I also don't on, like on Ginger drink Baker, to me. I don't dislike yeah. him. Like, I just knew yeah. that that's who you meant somehow. Yeah. Um, oh, do we spill some Ginger Baker tea? Because I'm fairly sure we went to uni oh. with someone who did, who was working, really? did their placement, and oh, came into it. contact with Ginger Baker. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, friend of the podcast. Boop, I don't know who it was. <laughs> but I remember being told a story in some house party somewhere over a warm Stella that backstage, he all he had in his room was a lilo. He didn't have any sort of other furniture. He just kind of laid down on this lilo. And when he wasn't on this lilo, <laughs> he went around being horrible to everyone. Nice. Um, I'll feel free to cut that out, Chris, if we're not allowed to slander people. Um, we slander people all the time on this podcast. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Just Ginger in. Baker Ginger Rogers is, is everything. <laughs> Ginger Rogers? <laughs> Ginger Rogers? What did he do? <laughs> oh, no. I got the wrong one again. Who's Ginger Rogers? Uh, Ginger Rogers is an American. No, is an American actress. She's like one of the golden Hollywood actress. actresses. Yeah, I honestly thought it was a bloke. I thought him and I thought in my head there was a hypothetical Ginger Rogers and Fred Astaire, and they had a dance duo. Was I? Am no, I completely G- off? Fred Astaire and Virginia, Virginia, short for Ginger Rogers. Oh, yeah. Right. So you're right with Fred Astaire. This is this Google is still saying, not banned yeah, yeah. on the run, though. Um, oh, yeah, banned on the run. By my tempo. What? Good fun. First time I had listened yeah, wasn't to it, it good fun. Um, the album this time. Like, yeah. Obviously I'd heard. I was, I was a question run. I was going to ask was, um, have we, had we all heard this before we'd listened? No, just as I was saying. Ah. <laughs> God's sake, well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, so yeah, only heard Band on the Run. Um, mm-hmm. And then by the time I'd listened to Band on the Run, the song the first time, I thought I'd heard it about six times because, mm-hmm. oh boy, does that repeat. But then the rest of the album's oh cool. Like, Jet is is lit. Yeah. Uh, what's the song? Mamunia? Mamunia? Mamunia. Mamunia. Lovely yeah. tune. Lovely song. Mm-hmm. And then 1985. Oh, what an ender. Oh, yeah. But uh, I have another <sighs> comment about 1985, which made me... Literally on my way home, yell out, "Why? Why did you do that, Paul? Why?" Oh, was it the transition back into Band on the Run? Yeah. So I'd heard him say "Band on the Run" oh, about ninety-six it, times <laughs> in Band on the Run, and then it gets yeah. that, like legit, like a great ending to an album. It builds, it builds, it builds, and it goes dun 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 dun, and then it goes band on the run. I'm like, why? <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you put that I, in? He was yucking it up. He was absolutely end credits turning towards camera and pointing, being like, <laughs> produced by Paul McCartney. I was just like, <laughs> it was so good. And then that happened. And literally the three times I've listened to the album, I was like, oh. Tell you what it is. You know, at the end of Star Wars, when it gets to the credits, and the first thing you hear when you hear C directed by George Lucas is da 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 da. It's his version of that. Okay. I've just thought yeah. it. But now. albums don't have but credits. But in Star Wars, it's been two hours <laughs> since you heard that tune in that exact form. Like, <laughs> Yeah. But but maybe not. Maybe it has happened more. But It really reminds me of Versace by Migos and the interview they gave <laughs> at some point afterwards where they like... I forget <laughs> who they're talking to, <laughs> but they Willis just kind of died. turn... <laughs> 
like whoever's who's the main Quavo maybe turns to the interviewer and goes, I mean, we say this actually a lot of times in that song. Like dead serious. Yeah, they sure do. Yeah. Boy, I sure hope it does. <laughs> Yeah, it oh, ties goodness. in yeah, with it as a well, theme of the album. I've never heard compare... you laugh like that, ever. There's <laughs> just something so beautiful about comparing the outro to Band on the Run, the 1973 album by Paul McCartney featuring Wings, comparing that to Versace by Migos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I never thought it... I'd see it happen. I never thought I'd be alive for this day. Yeah, it's the Real same phrase. It's over and over and over. Yeah, um, Versace, and that's Versace, what Versace, made me Versace, think of the yeah. Star Wars thing, light motifs, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but while I'm talking, uh, I have heard the phrase "band on the run" in the specific order it is on the song, and the synth bit. Yeah. And I heard that on a TikTok. So everything else I've <laughs> oh, not wow. heard before. You heard that on a TikTok. Yeah, which must have Again. been last year maximum that's the least amount of time back so Mental. yeah i'm a music tech student I, I feel like i have to give my degree back i feel that, like there's lots <laughs> of people who wouldn't be happy with that if they were talking to me in person oh don't be <laughs> daft i'm very happy with you ben white <laughs> oh what's the question <laughs> have, you, have you heard this album before <laughs> he was like ben white and i'm like correct yes present <laughs> Sir. <laughs> Present. Um, I listened to this album. Mm, I've I've heard it with you. I, I imagine, but yeah. I didn't recognize a lot of it. Um, maybe maybe you never have listened to the whole album with me. I don't know. I've heard bits of it with you, definitely. Yeah, I've certainly played definitely this the first pro- two like, tracks in your presence, but I don't know if I have listened to all of it near you. I probably have mm. done, but also time happens, you know. But um, <laughs> dude, yeah, I know. Don't it just. <laughs> Whoa! All right. We say okay, that we're, we're all talking. like twenty six. Let like, me. Yeah, time really does pass. Yeah. <laughs> do Do we have any favorite tracks? Any or any like shout out moments? Be like, wow. Nineteen eighty five minus the last fifteen seconds, <laughs> <laughs> and probably like, Jet. Nineteen seventy then. Mm. Um, I like the first two. Yeah, I like the first two the most. I think they are strong songs. Yeah, Band on Run and Jet. I don't know. There's a few good so, ones elsewhere, though. It's a thing because Band on the Run is so obviously a very well-written song, and it's got the hooks, mm. and he says that a lot, so you remember it, obviously, as we've yeah. covered. But there's a lot of moments on this album where things transition, and it seems like it's really janky. But in Mamunia, going from the verse environment to the chorus it does this really cool change of like maybe a third. Mm -hmm. I only clocked it just before the podcast and I was like, wow, that's really cool. It undermined a load of points I was going to make in this podcast, but (laughs) it was really cool. I personally really enjoyed how repetitive and piercing the guitar riff was, in a good way, in Let Me Roll It, because that's shit slaps. That's great. Oh, that was one and of the ones, ones which that... I wasn't really fond of. I think because really? of the, basically it was like the one vocal line and then the one guitar yeah. line just repeating and repeating. Just repeating. And I just kind oh, of got a bit... funny. Kind of got a bit bored. Kind of with Band on the Run as well. It's like, great tune. Love like all the transitions it does. It's like the start where you go... Duh, 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 duh. Like all the bits where mm. it's like constantly changing is great. But then the last three minutes is just kind of... Band on the Run. I'm like... 
Okay, Paul. We, we get the it. The first half mm. is the best half. Yeah. We, get, we it. get it. You've broken out of prison. We get <laughs> That's it. my favorite bit of the album, actually, where he says band on the run. He says the name yeah. of the album, and you're like, oh, I've got yeah. the right album. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then, yeah, and then you funny. forget, and you're like, wait, which album am I listening to? And then before <laughs> you, you listen to again, before the time you wait, finish that thought, he's already said it again. And you're like, wow, <laughs> this is really great. No, I, I love how daft this is. Like, just to finish my point on in uh, Let Me Roll It, there's a bit where he just plays a kick drum twice as opposed to he just adds another beat in the bar which is real fun that really late stab is really weird there's a lot of like I don't want to say inconsistencies but there's a lot of jankiness to this album and I absolutely adore it all like in Bluebird this really beautiful song about just being very light and very dainty and then there's got uh, towards the end it's got a really out of tune like acoustic guitar thing descending you're like oh what oh that's nasty what <laughs> and a few other things that are real just fun like um obviously you wouldn't expect this album or maybe you would i don't know to have ginger rogers playing the ginger baker playing the tin <laughs> cup full of gravel going i wouldn't expect <laughs> ginger rogers to be no 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 <laughs> What was Ginger Rogers doing? Why wasn't she on the album? Yeah, why was she not in? In fact, because that's the thing I've not mentioned yet, is the fact that this album was... In fact, yeah, I'll go into it. So this album was recorded in Lagos, if right. I'm saying that right? In yes. Nigeria, yeah. yes. I haven't like, rehearsed this. <laughs> I haven't rehearsed that phrase a few times to make I'll sure I'm not saying I'll get the Google person to wrong. tell you, Will. Thank you. Lagos. So you just substitute him in, in post. Lagos, yes. And... Uh, <laughs> So this was the third studio album by Wings, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, And the other two, I think the other two are great, uh, but apparently it was mixed reception. And uh, Paul McCartney was wanting to record outside of the United Kingdom, so he asked EMI, the current label, to send a list of all their international recording studios and uh, selected Lagos in Nigeria because he was like, yeah, let's go to Africa. And so... The band at the moment consisted of McCartney, his wife, Linda, uh, Denny Lane, uh, ex-Moody Blues guitarist, Henry McCulloch and, and Henry McCulloch and Denny Sywell, and then Henry and Denny straight up just left after one session and like the, before they flew out to Nigeria. And so they got to, to Lagos, two members down, um, and McCartney was like, oh, Lagos, you know, it should be a really glamorous location. Like, we could sit in the sun on the beach and record at night. And Lagos had just ended a civil war, like, three years earlier, and it was run by a military government, and there was so much corruption and disease. Uh, and when they got to the recording studio, um, there was, like, a faulty control desk and only one eight-track tape machine that was broken. And, like, it was just... It was such a ramshackle kind of place that they had to fix up the studio themselves in order to make sure it was, like, up to scratch. Um, in fact, I think I have the vinyl of this somewhere. And um, inside the vinyl is, like, a huge centerfold poster where it shows all the pictures of them recording. And it looks like such the like the sweatiest <laughs> recording studio that was definitely not meant for recording a full band. I don't know. but um, They're wearing suits on the album cover, aren't they? Oh, the album cover impractical. is a different thing. That's uh, So the album cover, it, I remember my dad telling me about this. All the people on the album cover are either members of the band Wings or 
quite famous uh, cultural icons of, of Britain at the time. One so of them is Christopher Lee. There's one of them is Christopher Lee. What? Another one, yeah. No oh, way, yeah. they did if, Sergeant Pepper again. But yeah, because they, they were members down, uh, they all had to share instruments uh, and just get through it as best they can. Halfway through the recording uh, session, the McCartneys were robbed at knife point, losing a bag of demo tapes and lyrics. Um, what else happened? There was just a bunch of dodge that happened, like just dodgy stuff. Yeah, I have I read about that as well in my research, mm. and what tickled me was the idea of somewhere in Nigeria, because I think they lost the masters at some point of some recordings mm. they'd done. Yep. And the idea of somewhere in Nigeria, there's kind of a cache of wing <laughs> demos. That's really funny to me that it'll, it'll pop up. It'll probably be like, you know, when Drake did the song with the unreleased Michael Jackson. Sample, yeah. It'll like pop up on a burner boy and someone will be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> We've never heard this Paul McCartney song before. I really like it. It's added. It probably doesn't exist anymore. But that hypothetical idea really tickled me. But yeah, as a result, and, and, oh, another thing that happened is uh, when they came back to London to finish off the recording, uh, the McCartneys received a letter from EMI dated before the band was meant to leave, warning them not to go by any means because there is cholera. There is so much cholera. It's so dangerous. Don't go. And they got that as soon as they got back. <laughs> <laughs> so right. I, I enjoy how sweet this album is in mm. contrast to how horrible it probably was to record. Yeah. Right, so let's get on to some of the questions uh, that I have prepared for us. Are we not allowed to hear what Ben thinks? I want to know what he thinks. Just because oh, he's okay, got... Okay, he's since, got a lot of, since you're a special guest, since you're a special guest... He's got rock knowledge, I think. Far more rock than knowledge. Mine. Oh, I don't know. Don't I, did I hear it as that? I don't know. It felt like supremely 70s and I hadn't like placed it within rock. I'd placed it in like Will Yates' quirky 70s, which is like a, Aww, a kind of an offshoot, I suppose. Um, yeah, like the 10 CCE kind of world. That, that I mean, it is from rock, isn't it? I suppose. Mm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um because I don't think the same about the Beatles either. I don't think the Beatles I categorize in the same rock sphere. Mm. Um, they maybe would have got there. I don't know. They were also continually getting better is what I do think about the Beatles albums. Yeah. But um, boy, have I skipped more tracks in their discography than anyone else who I've listened to the whole discography <laughs> of. Crikey. Well, you have a 25% chance of consistency. <laughs> a 25% chance of consistency. Do you yeah. mean because Ringo's songs are not good? Is that what you're saying? I said just because different songwriters, different kind of song. You can okay. definitely tell I think tell Ringo's songs a... are more worth my time than a lot of the other ones, because at least I haven't said anything about Ringo. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I, I definitely know that you can tell who's written which song if you if you had like a list of it. You'd be like, yep, no, that makes sense that Paul wrote this one. Or that's a letter oh, really? of McCartney. That's a star. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I'm not a huge Beatles fan, so I don't know. But... um. Yeah, this felt like a whole different thing to the Beatles, and it felt like Johnny yeah. said there's some kind of through lines topically and enough like musically, I suppose, in the amount they'll wonder that it felt kind of like its own thing, which was nice. Um, it didn't feel like at seven a.m. It's kind of grizz like grizzly sky um, driving record to me at all, but maybe like a driving home from work when it's sunny mm. that, that I could do. 
and um, probably not in a Corsa. I don't think it's a Corsa record. That's not the no. right one. Um, no, you're right. Maybe we need to go back to Migos for that. I don't know, but um, <laughs> like, uh, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun. There's plenty of fun parts. Um, it it seemed like yeah, it seemed like something Will Yates would enjoy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just before we get to the questions, the piano on 1985 sounds very similar to SOS Abba. from Abba. Yeah, I'm not sure which <laughs> came first. Oh, I know what you mean. That bit. Yeah, the bouncy. Mm, yeah. Which, if anyone's actually listened to the new Abba album, gets referenced again on an objectively Ooh. worse Abba song. But that's a conversation for another <laughs> yeah. time. That's when we do the Abba album. <laughs> you could do an Abba series. Gosh, we we sure we could. You're right. Dedicated to Abba. <laughs> the we do like a live stream, 13 hours long, listening to all <laughs> Abba Gold, all four CDs, <laughs> then watching Mamma Mia one and two, then listening to the B sides that Abba like. We don't need to release this, but the label did it anyway. And then the new album. Yes. Yeah. And then we need to and then we compare it back to Abba Gold discs one three yeah. four again. <laughs> A, B it by playing the entire album in full, then the new album in full, then the entire Abba Gold in full. Tell you what, in the left channel you have Abba Gold UK, yeah. and in the right you have Abba Gold Spanish version. US. <laughs> or Abba Oro, maybe. That's what it's called. Oh, oh my Right, days. bring me what the a, questions. What have you got? What a mess. <laughs> bring right, me okay. the questions. I like um, that. Question for those folks out here. Hello. Do you need struggle to make art? No. No. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> Next yeah, question. No, also agreed. No. Next question. <laughs> cool. <laughs> no. Let's let, let's yeah. Let's yeah, let's like I I completely agree with all of you. I know that that is a question that uh, that the art teachers might ask because there are some people it out is, there yeah. who genuinely believe that um, you cannot have art without some element of pain. But as for, I think there is a caveat to that. I think that struggle does inspire. You don't need it, but I definitely think that their recording setup and the entire chaos surrounding this album did constitute to the way it sounded and that we wouldn't have got this record if they recorded it all in, I don't know, Paris or something, in that hotel that Kanye did. Yes. That would be a different kind of struggle. Exactly. Kanye's there, like yelling at them the whole time. Compare it to Jesus. <laughs> I, that's yeah, exactly what I was so thinking, listening to. Yeah. <laughs> so my reflection on it is: yes, it is a bit of a GCSE art question, mm. but no, because say Random Access Memories by Daft Punk, they didn't mm. struggle to make that album. Like, no, it sounds lush and it sounds this and that because they spent time on it. They may have struggled writing it, but there wasn't that. If I don't do this, I'm going to have to be a UPS driver or something. Yeah. That's not relevant. Mm. Yeah, yeah, And it's yeah. still, I like it as an album. People don't. And I think that Good goes example. for a lot of album. But like, so Springsteen's big album is one I think people point to a lot. Like, oh, he was on his last legs or the label hated him. I, I can't remember what it is. I don't listen to Springsteen. But... Mm. That's the thing, right? He's this blue collar guy. He's done all this. It's just this one big shot, and then he does it, and then he does shows that are three hours long in 2019 when he's like nearly, I don't know how old he is, 60. Don't quote mm. me on that. <laughs> but yeah. 
struggle does give you something, but the idea that you need struggle trivializes the actual struggle that people go through. I think it's a strange relationship to have with art. And I think it's something that is strongly embedded in rap and hip hop, especially. Yeah. And that's uh, not just a circumstance thing where lots of people do come from very harsh backgrounds, but it's a lexical thing. It's what a lot of people talk about and it's an established genre of whatever. It's part of the aesthetic at this point. It's part of the aesthetic, certainly. Yeah. Um, if you didn't know that this album was recorded in Lagos the way it was, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't guess. I would There's have no, no idea. relationship yeah. between it, I don't think. I agree. But although you said about Sweaty Studios, there's a studio called Egram Eg- Studios in mm-hmm. Cuba that it is just very sweaty. And you can hear the sweat in the recording. So that's yeah. where mm. Buena Vista Social Club did their recording, ah, uh, as well as the Cat Empire, um, who I listened to I did to not lot. know that. Yes. That's fun. But I mean, they got power outages when they were recording their album because Cuba's electricity supply was so bad and it is very sweaty and all sorts. But yeah, some albums you can tell where it's been recorded. Others you can't and this is one of them. And those are my thoughts for now. Interesting thoughts. Yeah, Asterisk may not always apply. One thing to add to that, uh, I googled Bruce Springsteen is 72. No, he's not 72. He's 72. He's, he's got a podcast. He, he can't be 72. be 72. You're not allowed. <laughs> I mean, William Shatner's 92. You get put on Radio 90... 4 like, automatically when you're 69. You just get a letter nice. from the Queen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think no, I agree with pretty much, the, pretty much everything that Johnny said. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Even if, like, he struggled a bit with the recording process, like, Paul McCartney was fine. He was mm. literally one of <laughs> yeah. the richest people just coming yeah, off the back him, of the Beatles. And yeah, I mean, sucks he was, that he wasn't yeah. that, but like of all the artists that struggled in the 70s, he was he was not one. He'll get over it. Yeah. And um, I kind of, I'd suspect, and I'm not qualified to say this, that he kind of did it for the story anyway. And like, it was all optional. Like, I I don't know. It feels like a showy move, but. There's a very yeah, Rolling Stone no, magazine right. storyline that all the other members of the Beatles were doing well in their solo careers and he had a point to prove, which mm. oh, given there? that includes Ringo Starr, I don't particularly <laughs> buy it. <laughs> no offense, yeah. Ringo, if you're listening. If well, you've and, tuned and if off you, Radio if 4 on Spotify somehow. There's only yeah. one other Beatle left. Mm. So it doesn't make any sense as a statement. Yeah, I think John Lennon's <laughs> alive at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, is he? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. And George Harrison is very much alive. I knew the Beatles stopped, so. is all I know. And George, yeah, yeah, yeah as well. George That's Harrison what I passed meant. away I in 2001. Yeah, and John Lennon was the 80s, 80, I think. 81. Yeah. Yeah. Really? I had no idea who John, George Harrison was until I watched an episode of The Simpsons and he was in it, and my parents had to tell me who George Harrison it's was. It's been done. It's been done, yeah. That it's line, exactly. Yeah. If you know, um, you know. <laughs> so I don't. I okay. Next question, because that one you were absolutely yeah. It was a very open-ended question, but and yeah, yeah. I thought it could be an interesting discussion, discussion though. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah no, some it, struggle it, it does lead to some pretty insanely good art, like Van Gogh. Yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty good. 
I don't really know much about art, but that's that's nice. It's it's pretty. I amazing. remember an anecdote <laughs> from Florence the Machine who uh, who said that, that she but... recorded <laughs> she recorded uh, Dog Days Are Over on one of the worst hangovers of her life, and she was really worried because drinking was a big part of her inspiration, and she just didn't like she didn't want to drink anymore, and so I think it was. Ship to Wreck was one of the songs that she wrote when she like stopped drinking for a while and was like, oh good, I don't actually need this horrible, horrible thing in order for me to make nice music. Mm. And, and I don't it. want to be really mean, but sometimes when people are in a certain place and it's bad for them, they do make better music because their inhibitions are lowered. Mm. Sometimes yeah. that is the case. It's mm. sad. And there's a music and then there's personal well-being and they are completely separate they can be yes. connected but not necessarily and my final salvo is if you want to hear real struggle music go to datpiff.com and download like some mixtape with no downloads there you will <laughs> oh, see wow. struggle makes your music sound bad yeah it, struggle in a certain way makes it you can struggle through it and someone like kanye who cannot make an album without struggling people like that like Casso in his art like there's people who are driven to do stuff and suffer and are visionaries whatever and they do create great stuff but they also have more often than not volcanic personal lives yeah and it's the only way they know so it's an important distinction i think mm. needs to be made i'm gonna ask another question now um, because <laughs> because I want to. Um, he wants more. What are some of your favourite solo projects, which are as good as, if not better, than the original? This is not that I think that this is better than the Beatles, uh, but this is just a question that I had when, when listening to this. So what? And I, I feel like some Alan Partridge famously <laughs> said that uh, Wings is the band the Beatles could have been. Um. But are there any artists that have developed solo projects, like Justin Timberlake, for instance, that have, oh, that have become you meant more successful? The solo stuff of the Beatles. Oh, I mean that can also. I mean, because I'm only asking half the question that I've written down. But um, if you want to answer that way, you're more than welcome to. Because... Let's do a part A and part B. Part A, yeah. Everybody, part B, the Beatles. Yeah. Well, I only have Beatles, so I'm going to answer part B. <laughs> Alright, well, part A and A, part B <laughs> you, do, you do the Beatles thing, Chris Because George Harrison's All Things Must Pass is one of the best albums ever made Facts Oh really? Absolute facts Does that Go. have Happy Birthday Johnny on it? That's the only George Harrison album I know It's some weird one minute interlude thing I don't think so, but you know, it's, quite, it's a very long album mm. But now that album oh, is that great one? Yeah, I haven't oh listened to this actually. There are I've like, heard a couple of tracks. There's some good tracks on it. Yeah. And tunes on it. And yeah. coming from all of George Harrison's um, songs he wrote while in the Beatles, and this album is basically that, and it's great. Like, yeah, good job, George. Phenomenal album cover as well. I really like he won, it. He won the breakup, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, is this what we do? Who won the breakup? <laughs> No, that's interesting. What sort of album is All Things Must Pass out of interest? What's the vibe? Very relaxing, very chill. 
Um, like you will have heard My Sweet Lord. That's just a yeah. given. And you probably would have heard Ballad of Sir Frankie Crisp, Let It Roll. Okay. Like they're the two big tunes on it. And it's just a great little album. I say little album, mm. it's fucking long. It's like a triple album. Um, yeah, it's two it's, hours it's long. Two hours. Also, like there's like like the original track listing is not on Spotify. Like just yeah. because of like the fifteen special editions that they've released over oh, the time. Good. So mm. um but no, good album. Ginger Baker's also on this. Of course. Album. Yes. Yeah. As is Yoko Maybe he John. Won the breakup. Uh, Billy Preston, Ringo Starr. Paul McCartney's the only Beatle not on this album. Mm-hmm. Ooh. But don't worry, they got uh they got Eric Clapton back. <laughs> back. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a when Simon and Garfunkel split up, uh they had an album also where they were on each other's stuff. Yeah. My Little Town, the track was. What about you, Ben White? Do you have any examples? Um, not particularly Beatles ones. I mean, that Ram album, I agree with Johnny. It's a more mm. extreme example of it's got its moments, but it's also got its not moments. Yes. Yeah. It's a more like then Band on the Run. Um, so if you want a more polarizing Band on the Run, probably check that out, I guess. Um, but it's still not mega hard to listen to. It's still mm. like... Um, but Band on the Run's really easy. Johnny's right. Um, uh, don't know. Beyonce? Paul Simon? Yeah, cracking um, show. Michael Jackson? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I also amazing. thought... Yeah. Uh, who else? I, I'm, like, trying to name ones where I'd almost forgotten that they used to be in a band. Like, yeah, no. Which is the case of those three, like... Which is wild um, in Paul Simon's case, but yeah, I tend to listen to Paul Simon more than the more than the two of them. So, yeah, sorry. Oh, Art. Lionel Richie. No, that's a lie. Commodores is sick. Yeah, I guess the thing I don't know loads of Lionel Richie stuff as well. That Ben's listed. It's like yeah, they broke out of the Jackson Five or Destiny's Child, but then whenever you see Paul McCartney do a concert, you do think the Beatles. You think, well, I do hope he plays. Twist and shout because he will do it. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> like the only reason That's... that obviously like the Beatles were freaking huge and stuff like that. But like you don't go to sorry you do go to a McCartney concert and be like, well, I, if he doesn't play any Beatles tunes, then I'm regretting paying what 150 quid for this gig. Mm. So do you think that's his fault? No. Do you think in the well, 70s he was touring and covering a lot of Beatles songs? And do you think if he'd have been bold and never done that? he'd have got away with it. No, I don't think he would have done. <laughs> no, neither do I, but I thought I'd ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> and like, whenever he does a one-off performance, he'll always play like, Hey Jude. He's probably always. not going to go play yeah. Jet. For like so. 20 minutes as well. Oh, he like, will? I, I kind of wish he'd just play the Jude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Jude would have put him on silent yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, oh, he'll have forgotten all of those songs though. I mean, he don't, mostly don't forgot Hey Jude that. when he was at the Olympics. He did forget a verse yeah. there as well, so... Yeah, but he this man's... Notes. He's been alive for a long time, and a lot of those, yeah. at that time he hasn't been playing these songs. He's also been taking... He has also taken quite a few psychotrophics in his lifetime. Yeah, but he seemed the most sober of them all afterwards. He didn't seem... Mm. Well, that's all like, the vibe I've got. I have no idea. Yeah. If only we could have got Paul on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, oh, yeah, I, did, I should have uh, I should have reached out to him to see if he wanted to be on this podcast because I know we're getting pretty pretty big now. Uh, yeah, because I 
I'm sure oh, he knows. I went on Paul statistically. I went on Paul McCartney's Paul McCartney's Spotify, and the first track on there was four five seconds. Yeah, the Rihanna and Kanye track. I was, so, no, I was it, so disappointed when I saw that. I was like, of course, but it makes me sad. Yeah. So do you reckon that for some people, and also you can guess when it started, that mm. Paul McCartney and the Beatles, they're just a band. They're not, oh, they're the Beatles. Oh, wow. They're just like, oh, that's just a band they see on T-shirts sometimes. Oh, no, totally. So like, who was it was asking me? That was it. Oh, it must be. There was, there was a, a friend of ours is getting married to an American woman. And she was asking me, oh, are the Beatles a big thing over here? And I was like, yes, yes. I would say no. No would be my answer now. Yeah, I mean. I guess Johnny's, that would be my answer to Johnny's question, is that my answer to that question would be no, the Beatles are not a big deal. Like, I know people who are actively Beatles fans, but less so than like Metallica. Mm. They might be as fanatic as a Metallica fan, but I know more people who are like, do you know what I mean? Mm. That's that's what I think. I do find the Beatles get a lot of like contrarian opinions. Like people know that the Beatles are big and therefore dislike them straight away. Yeah, I think the Beatles are like like we re- we were talking the other day about how like how few people have actually listened to Hendrix's albums. Yeah, and mm. he only has three. <laughs> like yeah, and like and the amount of people who would be like Hendrix is the best guitarist of all time. And then have heard like less than five Jimi Hendrix songs and never a live one is is like quite interesting. And maybe yeah. the Beatles is a less extreme that like if you've heard Hey Jude, you haven't heard the Beatles. Like that's yeah. not enough to really yeah. form an opinion, is it? I mean, imagine hearing it's- Hey Jude and then sitting down and be like, here's a different band and then putting on like Blue Jay Way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Sorry. His uh, revolution Way was one of the, for you. Yeah, one of the psychedelic songs that it did, which was it's it's pretty pretty wacky. <laughs> um, so just I, further I, yeah. to Ben's point, I think there's a music journalism thing that contributes towards this because yeah. how many Channel Four shows have there been? Like top hundred albums of the 20th century, mm. or interview pieces or i'm going to blame rolling stone so the biggest one that comes to mind immediately and they will have definitely been a culprit as well yes of creating this rock and roll golden period from like i don't know late 60s to the 80s where Mm. the notion of a rock and roll god is formed and the beatles are part of that for sure and it kind of forms a certain opinion of certain people in the music journalism space and then that kind of is put onto the rest of the world in a way that they don't fully have the experience to back it up. But Mm. it still happens. Like how many albums has Frank Ocean done? He did Nostalgia Ultra, which I don't know. I think I I might be one of the people who listens who've listened to that. Not, I mean, there's lots of people who have, but this notion of Frank Ocean, he has an amazing voice and he's legendary. It does uh-huh. not track with how many albums he's released. He's wrapped like yeah, three, yeah, yeah. four, mm. and a load of Lucy's. Uh, like, I was going to say but, two. Yeah, but his legendary status happens, I don't know, like three years after Channel Orange, before he yeah. released Endless and all that. Like, it was still bubbling. Like, there was this reverence for Frank Ocean yeah, yeah, yeah. that didn't 
track didn't with relate to his music. His tracks. It was yeah. something else. It was something else causing that. Yeah, I, totally I mean, right. and I think that's the same other, as the Beatles. Yeah, yeah, there are other reasons for it as well. But when you add them together, it doesn't equal the sum of its parts. It's more for some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so a mystery it does, element yeah. in the equation somewhere. Yes, of which uh, the music is part of the equation. An- but it's answer, not. Yeah. answer me this then. Last question. Ooh. Oh. Haha, ha, which is your favorite Beatle? Haha. Ha. <laughs> I'm going to say George Harrison because his picture on Spotify looks like me when I brush my hair. <laughs> oh, I want to check this now. Let's have a look. I will give the audience a correct out of 10 rating. <laughs> uh, he's got a solid 5 out of 10. That is, when you say, that, I'm do that, it. That, is that is hair, but that is not your face. Mm, I disagree. That's, That's me. fine. That's not you. It's not you. That's me. That's not you. You can't convince me that George Harris. You can't do this again. You've been through this. <laughs> I'm just saying, I have that exact hat, and I own <laughs> that very fancy window he's in front of. Chris These are Donald. all true facts. I don't know. They're all they're all good. Like they did basically revolutionise music, and that's good that's good of them. Um, yeah, I don't know. George Harrison had the best solo stuff, but I mean, yeah. Lennon McCartney wrote the most bangers, and Ringo's fun, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Ringo's a cute one. He's a little scamp. I like, I like them all. Cool. Ben White? Um, Noel Gallagher. But also, <laughs> based on Spotify pictures alone, the ranking is John, George, Ringo, Paul. I just had a look, and that's my answer. Oh. In that order, John George Ringo Paul. That's, okay. That's my final answer. Uh, I asked Jack, well, Jack, in fact, no, I didn't ask Jack this. Jack sent me a message like 15 minutes before the podcast that said, um, I meant to tell you things. I like the album a lot. My favorite Beatle is the dead one. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Which one? And he goes, Yes. That's what he said. That's what he said to it. And I have no idea what the. F- Fantastic. So it's either John or George. Or Jack's an idiot, so you might even think that like Paul's dead at this point, so who knows? <laughs> no. <laughs> who knows what to believe? Maybe I mean, well, that's what the album cover was about. It depends who you ask. Like, I know someone's mum who definitely believes that Paul McCartney died in like the Oh, 60s. yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, yeah, that's a good point. Well, if you so have to believe album? that to not have the memory of his Jack Antonoff single that he did a few years ago, <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> that Paul McCartney, Jack can Antonoff get single. in the bin can okay. instantly be deleted from the internet anyway final thoughts <laughs> my favourite Beatles final... Jack Antonoff <laughs> <laughs> I like Jack Antonoff more than the Beatles this album is janky <laughs> as fuck and it's really inspired me to help write some songs and I've really I really yeah. appreciate this album no. I liked it it, it was fun really janky, thanks for yeah. listening <laughs> Yeah, I think it could listening. be way jank here. I want more jank. I think it's too easy. Make me more uncomfortable, please. It I want to crash when I'm driving at 7am. It had, it had some nice It does jank, have some good jank, bits. particularly that, that bit that you talked about on the Something Something Roll song. On Let Me Roll. Yeah. Jank. The, the <laughs> nice. But yeah, it Christmas. was well used jank. Yeah, it was alright. I, I enjoyed most of it. And then there was bits I didn't enjoy. Well, that's most albums, I guess. So, um, 
But I guess it's an album. <laughs> but the bits you said you didn't <laughs> enjoy <laughs> were both the start and the end, which is quite interesting because you hated when he said "Band on the Run" all the time. I liked which is it the like first the first eight times the he said "Band on the Run," the but then the last two times he said it, I was like, Paul. <laughs> You ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, that was a perfectly good moment. We could have just done with the silence. Could it's just, really funny to me. All you had to do was fade it out. Didn't he it? does fade out immediately. That's why it's so funny. No, yeah, just, it's starting like back it. and then it does I'm just like, Paul, shut the fuck up and just let, the, <laughs> let 1985 end. No, I love it. I love Shave it. Shave off 12 seconds of the album. And it would when you accidentally perfect. leave part of your project on the end, <laughs> <laughs> and you bounce it by accident. Yeah, you've accidentally p- pasted some audio in your project, and then bounced <laughs> yeah. it, and then not realised. <laughs> yeah. And no, then printed I, I, it on vinyl. Yeah. I love it. Right. What? I'm now handing over the podcast to, to Ben White, I guess. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I had a thought. Let's do this one. Let's do Algiers. What's it called? Underside of Power 2017. Let's do that. Not a clue. Not a clue what this is. Algiers uh, Underside of Power 2017. It's real, He's I promise. Wrong. I haven't made it up. I wouldn't make you listen to a fictional album. <laughs> oh, Although, there's some, okay, that would be the fun first one time. called Walk Like a Panther, so I'm Although, excited. There was, a, there was a teacher I had at uni who did do that actually now that i remember what? he walked he sent like us a panther like, no no as in like he told us to go away and i think it was a label actually he told us to like go away and research these four record labels and mm. one of them he just made up to see if we'd actually do it <laughs> nice what a good but idea. he was like not approachable enough for anyone to like email him nice. and say have you spelt this wrong or something so nobody spoke up. So his whole experiment didn't work. And he just assumed nobody ever listened to him or did any of the work he set. It was just like, Excellent. Le- no one learned anything from the process. <laughs> um, so here's a real album that has notes <laughs> on it. And has notes. Um, notes. Well, as in like musical sounds and oh, frequencies. I think there was like a, there's a, a literary thing that we need to follow along with it. I mean, you are welcome to do some of that if you want, but like, just, I guess, just imagine the political climate of 2017, I suppose, is the further reading. But, like, um, <laughs> I don't need yeah. to imagine Ben, it's here. <laughs> it never left. Um, it also, never, well, next yeah. episode is special because, like the 65 mm-hmm. Days of Static episode, we're going oh, yeah, to be in the same room. And it's going to be yeah, fun. Woo! Woo! Oh, brilliant. I am up in, up in the north, so we're going to record a pod. I I might get some steel chairs, WWE style. I can't promise anything. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jack. Oh, I should, I should have, done, I should have considered well. that when I picked my album. Oh, well, I've said it now. Yeah. I forgot about that context. Um, yeah, let's do it. Let's do that one. Why not? Yeah, let's do and it. And I'll message Jack in the chat as well. So no, nah, just don't tell him. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> tell him a different album oh we should totally do that for tell the him April the Fools opposite album, album. Yeah. okay so the question is going to be one of the questions will, will be what is the opposite album that I should have told Jack to listen to instead <laughs> nice. that's going to be yeah. one of the questions we'll ask so tune in next time for that listeners excellent um, we're going to listen to Algiers and talk about the opposite of Algiers wonderful um, in the meantime if you would like to follow us on Facebook and Instagram you can do so, should you wish, at thealbumclub.pod. <laughs> you don't have to. It's up to you. You don't should have you to. It's a, you do are you your own free agent. Do what you want. Similarly, <laughs> if you want to go on Twitter, 
do what you want. But also, we have a Twitter. It's The Album Club. Just The Album Club. No dot pod. Do what you want. The email is uh, thealbumclub.pod at gmail.com. I'm shouting a lot more now. Hey! <laughs> hey! He sounds very loud. If you send loud Chris enough walls. emails, you get to be on the podcast yeah, as well. If you send an email at like 9.30pm, <laughs> you might just be able to appear 21 hours later on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you never Do you want know. me to read out the subject line of that email? <laughs> oh, you, wait, you sent an email? Yeah, yeah. I did. So I Johnny, uh, oh no, sorry, it was seven thirty. I got mixed up. It was. I, I just got an email from Johnny Milsom saying, "Please, can I be on the podcast? Please, 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 please?" Question mark. And he's like, uh, "I can be a backup band in case of a cat- catastrophe, Chris. A plan Z zizzle." <laughs> oh well, he didn't turn up. Let's get someone else. Will XOXO GG. <laughs> It works, Fantastic. You're in the marketing. <laughs> See, here's the Follow thing. Me and you were... I, was, I gave you a phone call yesterday, Johnny, and mm. I was like, yeah, if someone doesn't turn up, uh, you should definitely like step in that and make perfect sense. Was this before or after I, uh, we talked about this? Because yeah, this is after. The, I'm on my okay. grind. It's connections, though. I've, yeah. I've got the, Tony Visconti. <laughs> the strangest thing happened that now makes complete sense, which was that about an hour or so after that phone call, Chris was like, yeah, we should get Johnny on if Jack's not here. I'm like, yeah, that's a, that's a great idea. That was what I was going to say. <laughs> and it turns out Johnny just <laughs> orchestrated the entire thing. I love it. I love that so much. Yeah. It's the podcast so, yeah, equivalent of like, the podcast, Sorry. <laughs> If you wish to get on the podcast, send in your email, and uh, and Johnny, Johnny's going to do it anyway. <laughs> it's the we podcast also may have, the so next week we will have the OG4, but we also may have someone else. A surprise guest. Ooh. But we'll see it you next week. <laughs> it's, it's not Johnny. It's not me. Until then, everybody, <laughs> have a lovely week, and we'll speak to you Goodbye. soon. Bye! Bye! listening to the album club we'll be back next week with uh, with a new album to listen to i guess um catch you then <laughs>